So Bernadette's experience with her husband is sounds so familiar to me because a lot of Asian cultures are like that too. And not just Asian. I mean, I grew up in a very diverse environment. And so I was exposed to this sort of like exertion of masculinity in among lots of different friends in terms of like, this is how you are a man, be a man, men don't cry, men don't show emotions, all this stuff. I have friends who like grew up without their fathers ever hugging them or telling them that they love them and stuff like that. And in general, it seems like a sort of negative uh, pressure on people. I will say that I think that there is benefit um, in, you know, teaching people to sort of deal with their emotions or rein them in when something needs to be handled and to not be overtaken by emotions but to completely ignore them and suppress them i've never seen that with a healthy outcome um that said there are some times where like you we just as people do not have time for emotions like shit needs to get done life is not that easy and we just got to pick ourselves up and move on um so i I, i'm sort of on the fence about it sometimes especially as a a woman that has been analyzed and told that i skew masculine so i'm wondering what you guys think um firstly just about this topic in general and like how you were raised do you feel that sort of social pressure whether you're a man or a woman or looking looking at the opposite gender how that how that's different and do you think it's right for us to raise our children this way as well hi Lori. i think this is a great question um i think that it's actually wrong to kind of put that on boys, that type of mentality of not being able to cry or share your feelings. Again, like you stated, for some situations, it definitely, things need to be done. You have to be able to react a certain way. But for other things, I think it um, puts a damper in relationships, not just with the opposite sex, but with your family and friends. Um, and I mean, I at least want to see some kind of emotion from my significant other. And I noticed that my husband has some hard times with that as well because of that type of mentality. But, um, I've also been known to be very masculine in some of my thoughts. So I'm right there with you on that, but I still think that there should be a better way. Thank you so much for calling in, Monica. I agree. It shouldn't be taboo. And I think there is a better way, you know, it's not, it's just not fair. It's not fair for guys to have to go through that and to not be able to have their manhood challenged just because they're human. Um, I wanted to share a little bit about like sort of my experience with this. Cause I've been in relationships where, I mean, I, I, as a more masculine type of female, I like for the people that I enter relationships with to be even more masculine than me. So this frequently comes up like the subject of like who wears the pants in the relationship and and the person who's dominant in the relationship and whatnot and i think the most healthy situations have been those where um you know i give room for the manliness but you know both of us understand that there can be times when a person can be vulnerable and they're okay and confident enough in themselves and secure enough in themselves to lean on me as the other partner in the relationship so that's like the healthiest dynamic and i think that's not always easy to to achieve when men grow up constantly having their manhood challenge like this makes you not enough of a man or that makes you not enough of a man so i think it all starts with building a sense of security and those you know and that that has to start with like stopping to force people into a box and and what how they're supposed to behave and how they're supposed to be just because they're a man Hi, Lori. This is Miss T. I'm new to your channel. I'm really grateful for the dialogue. 
So I wanted to offer a comment based on my own perspective or my own um, experiences in that right now in culture, we have all of us amazingly empowered, courageous, and assertive women who are trying to understand masculinity in a way that men don't even understand it yet. And what I mean by that is there's so many power dynamics that exist in culture and society, especially for those of us of color or, you know, with, with diverse cultural backgrounds that, that, um, there's, there's variables such as where you live and, and how you were raised and family dynamics that play into our mindset. And so I want to offer that the primary way we can support men understanding who they are is listening, being good advocates for self-development. And so I hope my message wasn't lost in the first post, but what I really wanted to say is it's so important for us to, in the spaces where we're engaging men, to listen to them, to really get a sense of who they are individually, um, not only for whatever motive we have for them, whether they'll be our partner or we're working with them, but really understanding their stories so that we as women, as empowered and assertive as we may be, can encourage them to communicate, to do some of that self-exploration work. It's amazing how many initiatives and programs are available to us women to just talk to each other, whereas I think men have to fight and clamor for that space. I mean, outside of the basketball court and maybe lunch break from the boardroom, I don't think that our culture celebrates um, the need for men to do some self-exploration and communicate um, and, and we often come with a lot of demands. And so let's take a commitment to, to listen and be present for our brothers.